Yes, it's me, Mike Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. It's the fastest, it's the friendliest, and it's for all the family. The Gas Shocks 116 Trophy and 120 Coupe Cup are the fastest growing race series in the UK, taking in six one-hour races and eight sprints at all the top circuits. Visit 116trophy.com to find out more and get yourself behind the wheel. From a pot of tea to TT motorbikes. From a classic English breakfast to a full serving of classic cars. Bridge House Tea Rooms is the Northwest premier classic car meeting location for cars, bikes, tractors and owners clubs. So no matter what your automotive appetite might be, visit Bridge House Farm Tea Rooms on their Facebook page or call John and Alicia on 07980-444-221 for show details and to reserve your own table and parking space. I'm here at Salon Ipocoto with Loic de Paye. Is that right? It is. Right. Uh... By his own admission, he isn't famous, although he, he was a racing driver. But the surname should give it away. He is the son of Patrick de Paye, who was, I think, like we'll say, more famous than he is. Uh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like growing up with a father, Patrick de Paye, and to live with that name? Uh, quite complicated. Uh, well, the problem is, he died when I was seven, and uh, you you cannot compete with someone who's considered uh, a, a, a demigod in your hometown. <laughs> so which is which was your hometown? Clermont-Ferrand, uh, right in the middle of uh, France, uh, in a region called Puy-de-Dôme. So uh, it's it's just it's just a a, a, a wrench throw from sh- the circuit of Chad. Yes. So uh, circuit I know. Yeah. I've I've raced there, and described by Sterling Moss as the uh, French Neuschleife. Yes, indeed. It, it was one of his favorite track and one of my own favorite tracks. It's the, a very technical track. Uh, if you get it wrong, you'll pay the price. In, yes, exactly. It's it's both uh, technical and uh, can I say ballsy? Yes, it's ballsy. Yeah, it's definitely up and down, and uh, there's one or two corners there you've got to get to know before you dare go around very quickly. Yeah, that there's there's actually a couple of corners going downhill right before the the great right turn of Grave Noir. Uh, these turns, uh, both left right turns. Uh, who are called the twins, and uh, who are not twins <laughs> actually? And the the, the 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 first corner are are lookalikes, but the second corner of the second series of corner uh, is is it's blind, of course, and it tightens at the end. And uh, and uh, all the newcomers that that came here would wreck the car on, on, on the face of the mountain because they, they would, you know, their, their, their brain would, would think it's just like the other one, the other one and boom. And uh, for the record, if he ever listens to me, 
Julien Beltoise, the, the nephew, one of the nephew of uh, François Sever, uh, who raced in Formula Campus the year I was racing in Formula Renault. Yeah. Uh, he wrecked the Citroën Visa Mille Piste of his mother. <laughs> exactly in this corner. You've been waiting to say that, haven't you? I just remembered it right now, but uh, that I don't have many memories of Shad. Uh, racing over there uh, was, uh, I don't have a very good souvenir, uh, because it was, it was the, the, the brand new modern racetrack, and uh, all my memories of uh, me falsely racing on the weekend, because it was an open road. Uh, I, I love the old racetrack, and I, I have a few memories Uh, that I've been told by my, f my father's friend uh, of what he did over there. Uh, one is that while training for racing at Le Mans uh, with an uh, Alpine Ascendis, sorry for my French, uh, he would set lap times. Remember, this, it, it, it's, an, it's an open road track so you anybody could could do any lap times at any time of the day or night and he would set uh, a basic lap time during daytime and then he would for training for Le Mans he would he would shut the light and he didn't stop until he set the same lap time in the dark, in the dark at night <laughs> as during daytime So, your own career, I mean, you drove sports cars, didn't you, mainly? Uh, yeah, uh, I did Formula Renault for two years. First year was a French Championship, second year was a French and European Championship, and then uh, the infamous uh, Loi Evin, which forbade uh, advertisement from alcohol and cigarettes, <laughs> basically killed the career of much greater drivers than me at the same era. Uh, so, uh, for me, it was an experiment because I started racing when I was 20 years old. I didn't do race car at all, but uh, uh, the, at the end of my second year of racing, I had quite good results uh, because I had very good mentor, uh, mechanic and uh, an engineer whose name is uh, Stéphane Cotin, nephew of a very famous uh, French driver, uh, Alain Cudini. Who had, uh, who, had, uh, who had the reputation of being uh, Formula One eligible at the time. And, and at the end of the second year, I decided I, I, I cannot stop right now. So I, I packed my bags and found a very small sponsorship from, uh, from Gitane, who was still allowed to uh, yeah. sponsor uh, outside of France. And uh, I did two, two years in Formula Ford in Canada with uh, quite good results um, I, uh, I did I did uh, I did uh, my second year I did uh, a podium uh, uh, on the Ile Notre Dame uh, right before the Formula One race uh, I, I arrived uh, probably 12 hours before the, the start of the race uh, coming coming from Europe and uh, it was a wonderful year I didn't have any big big sponsorship at the time but uh, Uh, people from Quebec and North America. I, I, I really love them. Uh, working with them was incredible. Uh, and uh, as a fan of Shahad, I could only be fan of 
all the North American racetrack, which are uh, both fantastic and quite uh, deadly. You also raced in Mosley, did you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my uh, almost my last year of racing. Uh, the the Mosler, the, the Mosler Intruder is is infamous in the United States because it, it has raced in almost every category from GD4 to GD1, and uh, it had been successful in in some categories. But uh, uh, the year before we came to Mosler, the GT1, it, it would lap like something like five seconds a lap behind the panels which were the, 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 yeah. the, the, the top dogs of the time. And, uh, and me and my engineer, we, uh, we came at Mosler in, in, in Florida, and uh, we uh, totally re-engineered the car, did all the, uh, basically everything. Uh, aerodynamic, we changed the, the chassis setups. We, we, we had a, a double wishbone with, a, with a in, inboard shocks. Uh, it, it was basically a sports prototype. And uh, and we did miracles with this car. The first three races were uh, we did pole, fastest lap, and uh, and and uh, winning the race for three races in a row. Yeah. And uh, and this is basically what ended my career because <laughs> because it was a one of a kind race car. And uh, at the end of the year, the at the. The phone never stopped ringing yeah. at Mosler because everybody wanted this car. But since it was most of a sport, more of a sport prototype than a GT, yeah. uh, our boss, which was Warren Mosler, the the how do you say this in England? The the, the man was a millionaire, yeah. but but he the, the the his race car brand, his car brand, it, it was more like a a, a dancer. Yeah. We say in France. It, 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 it was uh, fancy for the eyes. It was his passion, but but it was not his business. Yeah, it was just a hobby in many ways. Exactly. So uh, for during the whole silly season, he said, "Oh, don't worry. We're we, we're going to race next year, and uh, and uh, we're going to be champion." And and three weeks before the beginning of the 2000 uh, season, he said, "All right, there's too many proposition." Uh, everybody's calling me. Uh, we're gonna do brand new race car. Yeah. So, but if you want to do brand new race car because it's GT series, you have to do a brand new road car. Yeah. So, three weeks before the start of the season, uh, we st- we went back from zero, uh, stopped the racing, and went back to the drawing board. And uh, it 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 took eighteen months. To uh, to uh, to both develop in parallel, yeah. just just like the GT, the, yeah. the the new GT from from Ford, uh, develop in parallel a road and race car. Uh, during that time, uh, the mother of my father died, so I came back f- to bury her. I became I be I became a a, a, a motor car journalist, yeah. and uh, I said. I said, you know, if 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 I ever stop my career, this is the best uh, occupation for me. So why not training before before stopping in two, three, five, ten years? And uh, after eighteen months, the first uh, the first Mosler, which was the MT nine hundred, came out. They did uh, they, they they called all the teams that wanted to try the car, and they ended up with I don't know ten or fifteen order. Yeah. 
and 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 then my my beloved engineer Stefan called me and said you can stay home because uh, the 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 race team has been dissolved and uh, we have transformed the 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 racing team into a a, a small production line so stay home <laughs> you don't we don't need you anymore so that that was that was officially the end of my career uh, which I was I was not you know it I've never been at heart uh, someone like I've never been a real racer yeah. as uh, with a real anger for victory or winning at any cost. Yeah. It was an experiment for me to see uh, if I had any kind of talent and try to uh, understand what was my father's life. Yeah. So after being vast champions, having one 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 of each, one fast lap, uh, one pole. One victory, well, not champion, but close to it. You ticked all the boxes. That was the it, that was the end. Uh, that was the end of the experience. I with no bitterness. I I I know I I wasn't a great race car driver, but I know I was a good and reliable one. Yeah. And uh, actually, I've been. The problem is the team owners want fast drivers and hungry drivers. Who keep breaking the cars? They like drivers who don't break the cars, then complain they aren't fast enough, tough enough, or hard enough. I'm not so sure about that. It depends on how fast they go when they don't break the car. Yes, that's the real point. And where we are this evening, surrounded by pictures of uh, the one, the only Francois Severe. I mean, he still carries legendary godlike status in in France especially yes yes uh, it's the 70s is a is a very strange era it, the, my father actually succeeded to Francois Sever yeah. because he, he was super, supposed to be the, the lead driver after, after Jackie Stewart retired because it was technically Jackie Stewart's last season exactly uh, at Tyrrell well last season full stop and Francois Severe would take over as number one yeah and uh, the, the, I think part of the legend of Francois was both his talent very handsome man and uh, and he embodied the the some he embodied this, this era because Francois famously refused to overtake Jackie Stewart yes because he was because Jackie was Jackie and uh, he knew Francois knew his time would come and uh, and and he was grateful enough for everything Jackie gave to gave him gave it to him to uh, to stay behind because winning at all costs was not the mental state of this era contrary to right now I think What's your opinion on modern Formula One? Uh, it's a mix of very uh, sometimes boredom, extreme boredom, and 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 sometimes sheer excitement. But I don't know what's the part of the sh- the real sheer excitement is probably caused by mostly boredom. The cars are incredible. Uh, but for me, the drivers, as ta- talented as they are, as they are, and uh, please forward the hate mail. I don't care. 
but they are extremely talented, spoiled brat kids. Yes, and um, there's no real characters anymore, is there? No, um, no, I, 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 I disagree with that. Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton has real character. He's defending cause he should be... He's championing for the gay people. And he's straight as an arrow. Um, of course he is. Stuff like that. He's, he's, uh, he has principles. He has... I think he had... He, he reminds me of the, the drivers of the old era. But... Uh, I wouldn't want people, you know, me saying this, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't want people to, to think that I'm seeing this through rose-tinted glasses. Uh, you, you, you know, François Sever, my father, some people call this, call, call this the, the, the first golden era of Formula yeah. 1. Uh, it, it, it isn't true, because uh, so many people, so many drivers, so many talented drivers uh, died because of, uh, you know, poor, poor, poor race car reliability, uh, awful race condition, very dangerous track, which I love, but, but it's, it's, still, it's still part of the problem. Uh, the, the, for, for me, the real golden era was, was uh, when, when you had reliability, performance, uh, more professional drivers than my father or Francois, who were drinking and smoking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then, and then probably, uh, this is my own opinion. Please don't judge me for this. But uh, I, I think that for the last ten years have been too much money, over professionalism, yeah. and uh, and too many rules, uh, and uh, probably it, the, this sports now lacks a little bit of spontaneity and uh, candor. Uh, say seeing you know seeing the fans on Twitter trying to cut their virtually cut their throat at each other uh, uh, because of some points of the rule that hasn't been respected or, or Max did this but Lewis did that yeah. and uh, this is it's getting to the stage where even after the checkered flags dropped the race is finished you're not quite sure not if quite sure of who's win who's, who's won, won who's car. second who's third yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that, that, that every era has its pros and cons. Secu- and every era has its the cars that win, the drivers that win, and then they fall away and the next team and the next driver will come along. F1 is very cyclic. I suppose every race is cyclic. I can remember years ago, the Rothmans, Porsche won everything. Then Audi won everything. Then Toyota won, won everything. And now Ferrari, after all those years, have come back and won. It's cyclic. It all goes round. <laughs> what can I say more than this? I totally agree with you. Uh, but it, it, it has always been like this. Uh, the, the problem is, I think the only real problem is, with, this, with these rules and, and this money, the... the Dominance yeah. is almost now 100% of the time. Yeah. Before, you had outsiders that could, you know, make a... Suddenly surprise. Exactly. And, and uh, this, th- this proportion of uh, 
exquisite surprise has almost disappeared now. That's that's the only real problem I can address with modern racing today. Like Depaye, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you very much for joining me on the Backseat Driver. Thanks for coming and talking with me. It's been a pleasure. Rarely beaten on price, never beaten on service. Whether it's cars, bikes or commercials, Hoddy Tyres are the best in the business. And when it comes to tyre expertise and advice to supplying the correct tyres for your vehicle's specific requirements, nobody comes close to David Lakin and the Hoddy Tyres team. So give them a call on 01200 613 192 or visit the website at hoddytyres.co.uk. I'm here at Salon Epoch Auto with one of Formula One's legends. One of the French legends, Jean-Pierre Jarrier. Jean-Pierre, welcome to the Backseat Driver. Thank you for your... I'm very happy to be here in English because I, I, see, I need that. And, I, and I had a good souvenir of my life in London and, and when I drove Formula Two. And remember I, when I came to, to London for first time, I had nothing to sleep. But I, for, I, I met three girls, very nice girls. When, when I, they saw me, they said, okay, you have something to sleep now. But I came and I, and I was invited by one of the ladies, these three ladies. Beautiful, nice. And... I could improve my English. <laughs> That's your excuse. And uh, after I, I was, I remember uh, I went really very often to Silverstone for st for testing uh, the, the March Formula Two and other and other cars. I was uh, I began to be a uh, test driver for for an English team. And uh, he, I had a very good uh, engineer. So it was a pleasure, uh, and uh, and the team manager was Max Mosley. Mosley, uh, and I, I remember uh, I, I, I love to live, to live in England, and and this all my life, I remember the good times I had with many English. But people, overall, journalists, and that's that was a good thing. I improved my English. I I, don't, I, I could drive in England everywhere, anywhere. I found very good uh, as a driver, and uh, my pleasure was to go to Goodwood, uh, Silverstone, uh, Brandsatch, and uh, all that, all the circuits of the. Formula Two, second, uh, the the, uh, the, the, the the time of the the war, for the Formula Two war, they, they left the the circuits which were not, which which were not circuits circuits at that time. That was pieces of, of uh, I forget. I mean, it was. For a racing team, for a, for a, to, to go racing 
on a, a place which was it which was a circuit a circuit uh, 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 was a place for for planes and not for Formula One or yeah. but so many circuits able to become race drivers pits uh, oh putain I'm sorry I, I love to, to drive in Goodwood when I love to land with my plane in Goodwood I love to to, to fly Silverstone again it was a place for racing that was a good time and the pleasure was was very high to to to, to fly and to be, to test race cars and and to drive to drive the cars of all the years you were racing you've got to have enjoyed yourself i mean even now you are still involved in racing and what goes with it not so much as before because uh, in the past uh, when you are uh, 22 or 23 and you you sat you sat in a, in a race car it's, it's uh, fantastic i was very happy uh, to 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 drive uh, race cars but also uh, I was a, a good uh, pilot, and uh, and uh, I, I, I can fl I could fly uh, up, uh, everywhere uh, with uh, with, that, with planes. And so uh, I have a good souvenir of all that because uh, I took friends uh, uh, to fly to France, Spain, or England, uh, and Spain, uh, and in Italy. So, my, it was a, it was a very close f fun and uh, to drive a race car maybe not so good, not so fine so fine as uh, uh, a a plane of all the cars you drove and of all the circuits you drove which was your favorite car or which car did you like the most and which circuit have you always enjoyed racing at in fact, uh, I loved the fast circuit, circuit. So I could say uh, Silverstone was a very uh, likely the best place for me. And uh, but but I, I drove on five, six, ten circuits in England. So uh, many are. Were, were very good souvenir to, to me, but most of them, my prefer, preference, Silverstone. And of all the cars you drove, which which car did you truly enjoy driving? Lotus, the Lotus of Colin Chapman. I drove two, two races on that car, which I led. I led. The, two, the two races, I should have. Uh, but I, I, at, the, at the end of the race, uh, I will run, uh, run out of uh, fuel, so I don't you know, to win the first race with Colin. The second race, uh, I was a good lead, of 40 seconds lead, uh, on uh, the first other uh, best uh, driver. And, and unfortunately, uh, two laps before the flag, I... Uh, I, I, I lost the rear brakes 
pads I was no more no more no more break, no breaks so I had to stop but I didn't eat anything I stopped in front of the pits and Colin Chapman came to me very nicely because he knew that said sad to to lead the Grand Prix and just for a stupid reason you stopped the last lap so it's, it's terrible but I it's terrible, but I'm still alive. So, 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 the thing is, if you are alive, it's a chance at the time, of, uh, because now, now it's uh, it's uh, safe. Racing is safe at, at, at my, my uh, at that time in the eighties, seventies, eighties. Formula One. It's very dangerous. It claimed the life of a lot of drivers, and Jackie Stewart, in many ways, led the campaign to improve safety. Yeah, he told me. He told me he did a lot of, for, for safety. He's a, he's a good guy. They, also, he's safe, he, that's, he's safe for himself, but for all the other drivers. And Francois Sever, what, what was he like? How did you find him? Very, very different. Uh, he, you know, he was. He wanted to go fast. He wanted to win. He wanted to, when uh, other drivers, uh, all drivers, really, uh, they want to to live. They want to to. They don't want, they, they are a bit careful, I would say. Do you miss it? Do you miss racing? Do you wish you could do it again? It's impossible to to do it again. To be it, uh, you have to be to be young, and also uh, uh, everything has changed in the last forty years. I would say I cannot say anything on that. I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, when I was in Formula One, I was so happy to have the chance to drive in. A, in racing, that I cannot get that again. And for the new drivers of today, it's very much. Is I don't know. What do you think of modern Formula One? Formula One has very changed. It's not the same than before. I prefer Formula One of the past. But I know it's ridiculous to, to say that because it's so dangerous at that time. But anyway, uh, for, Formula One of the past, for me, is the top. Jean-Pierre Jarrier, it's been an absolute pleasure for chatting to you. Thank you very much indeed, sir. I'm sorry for my poor English, but I, if you let, let me a few hours, everything <laughs> will come back again. <laughs> Once again, Jean-Pierre Jarrier, thank you very much indeed. I'd like to welcome back to the backseat driver, the one, the only, Gerard Gamont of Autodiva. Racing driver, tester, publisher, editor, on his stand here at Epoch Auto with a magnificent display of cars. Gerard, welcome back to the backseat driver. Yes, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet you. Every meeting, everywhere. Thank you very much. Now, a lot of the cars on this stand you have actually driven, haven't you? Oh, I have uh, 11 cars and I've 
drive uh, eight and uh, the two Formula Twos, um, the Chevron, the BBM, the Cesca, the Lola. I like every car. And just behind us is a Chevron 712. Uh, this one is a March 742. It is a Scuderia Minardi car uh, in 74. And uh, I would drive this car in t- uh, 24. And just aside is a Chevron B23. It is a car uh, drive by Jimmy Musset and Marc Posey. Right. I mean, you still, after all these years, enjoy racing and enjoy racing these cars. What, what drives the passion? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I am birthed with this passion and uh, I am 74, 75, sorry. I'm 75 and I've never lived this passion. Never. So, besides the car you are driving what else will you be driving next year um, I don't know uh, if the question is what car I I prefer to drive is the Formula 1 and I am very very pleased with my Tyrell 009 it was a magnificent car and I have a lot of pleasure and drive during two years in historic Formula 1 but now I'm too old for the Formula 1 <laughs> It just drives the Formula 2. So you find them easier? You find Formula 2 easier to drive? More, more easy for, for my age. <laughs> more easy for my age uh, because Formula 1 is uh, very, very hard to, to drive during uh, 10 or 15 laps. With the Formula 2, it's more easy. It's, it's uh, hard, but more easy for for old men. <laughs> And what else does 2024 hold in store for Gerard Gaumont and Auto Diva? Because, I mean, it is, one of, it is the premier French motor, historic motorsport magazine. Yes, uh, really. Um, I've created it uh, 15 years ago. And um, uh, it is the only one. It is a historic uh, magazine. It's not a, a car magazine. It is a historic magazine because... All the articles are only on the history of sport, motorsport. Because one of the things you do, and uh, one of one of your contributors, Marie-Catherine Linney, is with us, is you do articles on the old drivers. She's just written an article on Heli Nice. So, I mean, the old drivers are still popular, and the front cover latest one has the one, the only Francois Severe. I mean, is Francois Severe still looked upon as a virtual god in France yes um, it's difficult to explain uh, some of drivers like Jean Berat François Sever Jean-Pierre Beltoise uh, are typical uh, hero for the French people and uh, when you speak about uh, François Sever uh, every, every people are very impressed by, by the beauty of the man the, the charisma of the man the, 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 how fast it, he was and even Jackie Stewart say it is uh, my, sort of my son but now, alas he, he, he was killed in uh, Watkins Glen in 73 uh, but uh, it's a pity because 
we are we are all convinced that he, he could be the, the first uh, French world champion. I mean, Jackie Stewart, shall we say, taught him a lot of what he knew and passed him on. I mean, it was a talent that was never, shall we say, crowned because of what happened. But that was from an era when motor racing really was dangerous. I think uh, the problem is, uh, during this period, uh, motor racing was absolutely dangerous because it was just a, a bus, bus with petrol and uh, <laughs> it was impossible to, 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 to finish uh, alive after a big crash. Uh, but I think really the, the crash of Francois Sever it could be explained by the Tyrell 006. It was a very short uh, wiggle, uh, short wheelbase and uh, difficult, to, to, diffic difficult to drive. Uh, Jackie Stewart drive very well this car and when Francois Sever drive with Jackie Stewart it was okay but during the practice at Watkin Glens he overdrive he really overdrive and he lost the car and, and was killed but I think he, during this practice he overdrives this car which was very difficult to drive and do you think, since the death of Sever, his name, his talent, his legacy have inspired other French racing drivers? Yeah, absolutely. It is very, very, it's like Jean Berra. Uh, when you say of Jean Berra, when you, you, you speak of François Sever, every people know the name. Every people know the name. Here, it is a, 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 a show with Francois Sever, with some car of the, he drives, uh, is the March 7 one, and uh, the, the Tyrell 006. Uh, it was typical because Elf, uh, many years after his death, do a show on his name. Yeah. It quite, perhaps Pescarolo, uh, Perhaps Beltoise, but he's dead. Uh, no other French driver are so well known. Yeah. I mean, the other ones like you go further back, you've uh, you had uh, is it Vimil and uh, various other the old drivers. I mean, all the French drivers, the one thing they had was style. Yes, um, yes, but um, I think really um, like uh, Francois Sever is the name who cherish the more for the French people, really. Uh, because older drivers, um, like we, Jean-Pierre Vimil, uh, uh, something like that, vanished in the memory. Really vanished in the memory. If you, if you say the name of Jean-Pierre Vimil, for the most part of the people, they don't know. But Francois Sever, everybody knows Francois Sever. So, with Francois Sever... Gérard Gamont and Otto Diva, they all endure, especially here in France. But once again, Gérard Gamont, thank you very much for joining me on the Backseat Driver and all the best for the rest of 2023 and 2024. And I hope to see more editions of your magazine and more success of you driving single-seaters. Thank you very much, Mark. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Well, that's it for Salon Epoch Auto 2023. The visitors have arrived not in their hundreds, not in their thousands, but in their tens of thousands. By Saturday lunchtime, you could hardly move. 
for visitors to look at the cars, buy the spares, have see the people that are here. It is an absolutely incredible event that, by the looks of it, uh, there's no shortage of people who want to attend. The car parks are overflowing, the gates are overflowing. It's absolutely incredible. I hope you enjoyed my chats with one or two of the people who were here. It's a sort of show like Retromobile where every couple of years is preferable. Uh, there will be sufficient changes if you come every year or attend every year both of these events. So thanks very much. Thank you to all the people who gave of their time to be interviewed and most importantly, my endless thanks and gratitude to Marie-Catherine Linney, the French diva herself, one of France's top motorsport photographers, who very kindly acted as my guide and interpreter and arranged for a lot of the people to sit down and have a chat with me. So, until the next time we are in France, as always, it's me, Mark Stone, saying be good, take care, ta-ta. As all the press French divas say, we're now heading back to their base in Saint-Tropez. Ciao, ciao. The Backseat Driver Podcast is brought to you in association with Tim Nash and the Lombard Rally Festival, the UK's premier classic rally demonstrations. From the awesome Group B cars to cars from the golden era of rallying, go to the Lombard Rally Bath social media for dates and venues. Rarely beaten on price, never beaten on service. Whether it's cars, bikes or commercials, Hoddy Tyres are the best in the business. And when it comes to tyre expertise and advice, to supplying the correct tyres for your vehicle's specific requirements, nobody comes close to David Lakin and the Hoddy Tyres team. So give them a call on 01200 613 192 or visit the website at hoddytyres.co.uk. Thank you.